Welcome back, everyone. We are going on to part two of this next chapter of my life is by invitation only. And Ula, you, my friend, are somebody that I'm so glad has invited me into your life because knowing you, you do not have any invitations out to people that you do not want coming to your party. So <laughs> tell me. How That's almost that? true. <laughs> <laughs> That's almost true. <laughs> so today, you guys, we're going to be talking about how do you start to clear out the, the dinner party table when you have uninvited guests, whether those guests are people, whether they're old stories that you've been rehashing for the last three decades, whatever it is, you know, let's check out our previous episode to get really clear on how you can best be um, ready for today's episode in terms of these invitations that you've been sending out for years that you don't want anymore because they just don't feel good, right? And now how do we clear the slate clean so that this next chapter of your life can be one where you choose the energies that come your way. You choose the relationships that come to you. You choose the experiences that are most going to light you up. Yes. And like we talked about on our previous episode is that not only do you have to be very clear on what it is that you do want, you have to start catching yourself when you're rehashing these same old stories over and over again. And once you catch yourself and give yourself that gold star, now you have to stop telling people these stories. That is the next step. You have to stop telling these stories because Yes, we are human beings and we look for validation, um, both as a human being and for our stories. And we want to harmonize as human beings. We want to harmonize with people around us. So you want to mm -hmm. talk to somebody who's having similar experiences as you, okay. if you, you know, you don't have enough money, you are going to be talking to somebody who doesn't have enough money or who's barely making it and and two of you are creating even more of the same energy that okay you know let's let's just keep on holding on to this energy because we don't have en enough money or you're you're going to be crippled and in pain because you're old and you start keep talking to more old quote unquote people who say the same things so you have mm -hmm. to ta stop telling these stories to people just stop it's it's not going to be easy at first but you have to learn a way to stop and start telling a new story instead so honey is this why you don't give me any carrots when i call you and um start rehashing my same stories yes. complaining about certain people in <laughs> i'm usually very busy <laughs> No. <laughs> so real time example. Um, and I love it because I think there's this is this is where it gets really difficult for us, mm -hmm. right? Because we have what we call well, you know what, I'm not even gonna go down the ego train because I'm a psychologist and the ego is actually like a good thing in, in the psychology. Oh, yes, it is. It's it's still but, good. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, okay, no labels, whatever it is, it's mm -hmm. it's a human tendency. We're just very protective of ourselves. That's all it is. Yes. And we get very fucking defensive. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, there are, I mean, there, there are people in our lives and I think using people is probably the best, the best example, yeah. because those are the things that we can, we can all think of some person or some people that we just, they aggravate us. Right. And then when we get aggravated, what we do is we call our best friend 
And then we complain about the aggravating person that we just had a conversation with, which is reinforcing the aggravating energy. Okay. Cause emotionally mm-hmm. we are now staying in that space. Now, this is where Ula and I have had these conversations because Ula, you know, for you, I remember, sweetie, that you you can empathize, but you're not going to dive into unpacking it and rehashing it with me. And for me, I remember that that was actually difficult because it's like, wait, wh- where's my friend? Like, don't you don't you see what I see? Isn't this terrible? Wasn't that person stupid for saying that? Right. And you're not matching my energy. Mm-hmm. And in that, I think you spoke to it so beautifully. There, There is a disharmony that happens that feels awkward. Now, what we can do as humans that tend to be very sensitive and protective of ourselves and defensive is we can then hang up the phone and be like, she doesn't get it. I need to talk to somebody else that's going to get it, right? And then we pick up the phone and then we rehash the same story to somebody else and then they validate us and then we're like, yeah, see? And then we tend to go back to that other person that validated us. This is something that as you walk down the self-awareness path, and I think also just really as you start to develop in your own spiritual awareness, When you start to understand that everything is energy, then you realize that this pattern that might have felt good and feels like a norm amongst friends is actually you inviting in the same shit that you don't want in your life anymore. And last episode, I talked about how I've had all these issues um, that I've been dealing with in my in my um, my rental with the property manager. And I'm just tired. Of, I'm tired of dealing with property manager. I don't want to talk to her anymore. I don't want to have issues <laughs> in my place. But I keep rehashing this same shit. So I caught myself uh, with the termite issue, getting all worked up, getting upset because the last time she did this and she said that. And finally, in catching myself, I was like, oh, Gladys, what experience do you want to have out of this right now? And that was the moment of giving myself a gold star. Okay. And Ula talked about this. Catch yourself. It's so important. But praise yourself for catching Mm -hmm. yourself. And it doesn't mean a situation is fixed with the person. But what I did differently is in sending that person a message that was at first heated, that was me remembering all the past conversations and discussions I've had with this woman, I was getting ready to put all that energy into my next words that I was typing. And when I caught myself, I paused and it was like, wait a minute, I want to have an easy experience. I want to come back home from this trip and have the termites be gone and Love Bug and I are back to a beautiful home that we're enjoying so much and everything flows. And so I deleted all this stuff that I thought was brilliantly written, but it was energetically not aligned with what I wanted. And emotionally, I immediately was able to switch to a place that felt more in alignment and harmony with what I desire. So the harmony that we're looking for is less about you aligning with other people Mm -hmm. around your angst. It's harmony within your own body, harmony within your own soul of feeling the way that is aligned with what you want to see in your life. Yeah. And most people, again, because this is learned behavior, we want to harmonize with the person next to us. And people around us and we look for that validation outside ourselves instead of turning in and finding that that 
inner being, that source that always has your back, that always knows what is best for you, that always knows how to get to where you want to be the easiest. So, and, and that actually is the magic to dealing with other people too. Like I'm personally in a situation where there's, there's people that if I was looking at this in any different way, probably wouldn't be in my life at all anymore. Yeah. But what I chose, I chose to go in and and figure out that what is it that I want from this situation? What is going to feel the best for me? How do I want to see these people? Mm-hmm. How do I want to feel when I see these people like this? And it is, it, it is, I don't know, I guess crazy is a good word, but it gives people a live such a different way than I, I most of the time do. It, the, the, it's, it says might feel crazy that thinking about somebody in a way that you want to see them is not okay, that you somehow should be sad or mad or mm-hmm. uh, resentful and all these things and uh, because it's justified. Yeah. But then do you really feel good about yourself when you're angry or sad or resentful? No, you don't. You just don't feel good. And let's go a little bit further with that, honey, because I think this is such juiciness for Mm -hmm. people, right? We know intellectually we don't feel better. Yeah. But in the moment, Mm -hmm. okay, I want us to go into the moment because that's where it's the fucking hardest to do anything different. Yeah. In the moment when we find ourselves just going down that slippery slope of repeating patterns that we're actually tired of, right? And then inviting in more of the the stuff that we don't want, right? What usually is going on in those moments? And again, I think keeping it it focused on other people, dynamics with other people, Mm. right? Something within us feels un seen, unheard, unvalidated, mm-hmm. right? Yes. There's there's a way in which you're feeling a threat. And a threat always will mean there's something to be lost. Yes. Okay. When we run up against the possibility of loss, we freak out as human beings. We just do, mm-hmm. whether it's losing, you know, a nail, um, a gel nail on our finger after we just got a manicure, right? Or it's losing a loved one, or it's losing a sense of respect. Um, we, anytime we run up against a perceived loss, our bodies, our minds, our nervous system go into this weird, this weird space. And it's because we are not taught how to deal with loss well. Okay. So if we were to acknowledge in real time, okay, something something doesn't feel safe within me. There's a threat I'm feeling. What is it? Take, take that second, okay, to just get clear. What is it? What am I afraid is going to happen if this scenario plays out in the way that it's going? What, what is motivating me to feel like I need to stop it and I need to control it and I need to get people to be different, right? Once you get clear on that, you realize that actually has nothing to do with the other person, mm-hmm. right? And if you go even further and zoom out to your whole life, this, this relates to last week's episode, 
Where have you revisited the same situation in the past? And who was it with? And then go back another decade. When did that story get played out? Who was involved then? Go back another decade and you will quickly realize that this is actually you revisiting an old wound. And the reason it's so crunching now is because that wound never got addressed. It's all prickly, right? It's got scabs all over it. You get near it. It just feels crusty and gross. And you're trying to get away from it, but energetically, you just keep picking the scab. So here's your chance to not pick the scab anymore, but actually let this heal fully by focusing on how it is that you can see the situation in front of you as an opportunity instead of something bad happening to you that's going to take away something from you and you're going to lose it, which means it no longer exists, which means it dies. This is about you getting comfortable with death. Mm-hmm. Who knew that? <laughs> Who knew that this chapter by, is, by invitation only is about death? Yeah. <laughs> well, we did. <laughs> 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 and so we got this podcast. Yes. <laughs> Everything goes back to death. Right. Every single little fear you have in your life goes back to death. Yeah. So I hear voices in the audience, honey, right now saying, yeah, okay, so what? What am I supposed to do differently then? <laughs> You're supposed to think differently. No. It's well, you are you are supposed to think differently, but it's <clears throat> it's going to take time. It's going to take practice, just like you have practiced these stories for decades. It's going to take some practice, and it's going to take some time to relearn everything. But it has to come from you. It has to start within you, with the desire that I don't want this anymore. This is what I want instead. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that last part, honey, that's that's focusing on that. Mm. This is what I want instead. Okay, so how do we get super crystal clear in a way that allows the universe to know what we want and then to bring it? Because last time you talked about how there was um, there's a buffer time, you know, mm-hmm. between. Like we can say, we don't, we don't want this person in life. We don't want to be fighting with a partner anymore, but, or like, I don't want, I don't want any issues with my, with my rental anymore. You know, we could say that, but energetically we're not aligned. So how, how, talk us through what it means to get really clear on our desires. And then we'll dive into an exercise that we can take folks through on how to actually practice that. Well, you can start by getting, you can start the process of getting clear for example, writing down things that you want to see in your life. And even if those feel foreign, and even if they feel like, well, I'm never going to be a millionaire, write it down. And let's see, what does it bring up? If, if you say that I want to be a millionaire, I want to have a great relationship with my my property manager and she's going to do everything I want exactly the way I want and it's going to be very quick and easy and breezy uh just write those things down and then after that around it you can start writing little things that you already believe like let's use your your um property manager as an example is she a nice person yeah 
And do you truly believe that she is a nice person? Uh, sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> well, that's not a very good example. You tell me, you tell me something. No, 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 no. Let's work with it, honey. Because I think this, this is where people are really struggling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so take me through it. Like take so, me through it, resistance and all. Well, if like, okay, so you don't really, really like truly deeply inside you believe that she's a good person. Well, I'm sure everybody is a good person, but do I experience her as a good person always? No. No. Okay. Um, is she friendly? Most of the time. Most yes. of the time. Okay. So things like this, you can start writing around that, that core belief that you want to see. And you and can, what's the core belief that I would want to see? How do I get clear on that? The, your, your core belief that you, the end result that you want to see is you having a fantastic relationship with your um, property manager and everything's going to get done very quickly and easy and effortlessly. Got it. Okay. And so you start writing little things around this that you already believe. That support that belief? It doesn't even have to support that belief. Just what do you already believe about this person? Like okay, positive things. Positive negative things are positive. Positive things. Okay, there's a disclaimer. Sorry. Yeah, no, 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 no. Because we're trying to get away from the negatives. We're trying to stay in the positive. So positive things that you already believe about this woman. Okay. So there there's the homework for everybody. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is last week we asked you to think of three relationships, three stories that you are repeating over and again, right? Pull that list out. And then what you can create, I love this visual is just get a yeah. blank piece of paper and in the middle, write down the person's name or the relationship with whatever. And then around that you're creating what we, in essence, what sounds like a mind map. Yeah. So draw, draw little lines mm-hmm. off of it that are like branches and then write down the things that you currently believe that are positive about that person. Yes. And don't try situation. to make them up. Don't try to make them up. Like if you don't like, if you don't truly believe that your uh, property manager is a super nice person, don't write that down. Yeah. Okay. I want you to write so, something that you truly believe something positive, even if it's all the only thing that you can come up is that this person has an inner being has a what what? inner being yes has a soul oh has a soul yes Yes. okay (laughs) if that's the only thing that you can write then write that that's a start okay so this is a beautiful way to start to let your grip on Mm -hmm. that story go okay okay And, and i love that we're doing this in real time with a with a real situation and and we're working through it because it's so easy for Ula and I to be like, yeah, just focus on the positive. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And we sound like unicorns, which is annoying because I get how difficult this is for folks because yeah. a lot of times I'm in the difficulty also, right? So it, when you start to think about the positives, be mindful of what comes up within your own body. If you start feeling resistance, which feels like I can't think of anything. That's usually a sign that you are blocked to receiving a shift. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you um, start to write down one thing and then you like, uh, like she has a soul, right? If that's the only positive thing that you can write down, 
but write it down. And then you're like, you start to beat yourself up because you feel like you're being a jerk and you can't think of anything else. Or you start to go down the path of rehashing some past conversation with that person that didn't feel good. Take note of it and do what Ula talked about previously. Catch yourself. Oh, yes. there's that narrative again. Mm-hmm. Woo, I caught myself. Awesome. Okay, now what do I do? (laughs) Then now what do I do is check in with your nervous system. Mm -hmm. A lot of times we are frustratingly dragging ourselves through these these self-help techniques, these personal development exercises, these meditations, and we are frustrated at the end because it quote unquote doesn't work. And it's because our nervous systems are agitated. Yeah. So this is an exercise about tuning into your own personal reaction. And if you are feeling the agitation and you catch yourself in the agitation, take a deep breath. This is where you use the reset remedy. Mm -hmm. I did this this morning with the whole termite situation because I'm going back soon. And it's like, I don't know. I mean, are the chemicals going to kill us? I'm like, wait a minute, time out. I'm in fucking control of my life, right? (laughs) Like I'm safe. I'm secure. I'm so protected. I mean, come on, seriously. Like, am I really going to die because of termite fumes or or whatever, you know, the fumigate? No, like that's not how I'm signing up to die. And that's absolutely not what love bugs journey is going to be like. Like we're going to go back and the house is going to be beautiful and I'm going to be bug free. That's fucking fantastic, right? But I had to tend to my nervous system. So it's important for you guys to do that. You're safe. You're secure, you're protected, and you are so freaking loved, which means everything that is happening in your life is only for your good. Okay, so now go back to that person or situation in the middle of that page, that relationship that's been bringing you angst, property manager. All right, what are the positives that I believe about her? Is she a good person? Yeah, she's actually really nice. What else do I believe about her? She's young and aspiring. What else do I believe about her? She is searching for a better way. What else do I believe about her? She's got great style. What else do I believe about her? She really wants to do a good job. Okay. Now I can start naming 10 million things that actually are getting in the way of her being even better at all those, but that's my judgingness coming out. And that's about <laughs> something else. That's not about yes. her. <laughs> right. And then it's just going to go back to that negative old narrative that you don't want anymore. And I get it. It's really, really easy to get back to it because it's comfortable. It's familiar. And yeah. you've been telling it for so long that it's, it's really easy. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, so, this is not going to be necessarily an easy journey, but I guarantee once you get to the other side of always finding these little positive things and, and yeah. searching for positive instead of negative, I think that's even bigger because you will be searching for the positives instead of yeah. negatives. It's, it, life is just so much freaking easier. So let's, honey... Let's go back to said, you know, it's easy to default to the negative thinking. Right. Right. I think it's so important for us to acknowledge, right, that it's it is easy, but it doesn't feel good. Mm -hmm. Right. So when we pause to just observe what we're going through, that's where we actually take back our control. 
And the ease now, I mean, it's easy, but it doesn't feel good. We want easy and feel good. Yes. <laughs> right. So if we do this exercise, everybody that's listening today, how can you feel good about your effort to focus on the positive instead of always defaulting to the negative? Right. And, and can you give yourself a pat on the back? Can you give yourself a gold star right now? And be like, dude, this fucking kicks ass. I, I'm making progress. Mm-hmm. And just marinate in that for a little bit. Yeah. Be proud of yourself. Allow mm-hmm. yourself feel proud about yourself. Because that's also hard for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. It's because somehow we, we, we're better people if we're humble and don't brag about our things. And I'm, I'm raising my hand right here. So <laughs> I, I do that on default. I don't necessarily think that, oh, it's better that I'm humble. I just do it on default. I don't brag about anything. So, <laughs> But be proud of yourself. Be proud of yourself for catching yourself um, being in a negative narrative and be proud of yourself that you are creating new new stories in your life and just in general, be proud of yourself. Yeah. And so with this exercise to take that to that next step of being proud of yourself, after you have written down the positives about that person, that situation, it doesn't mean you have to go back to that person or situation with the expectation that Mm -hmm. everything's going to be different. Okay, because a lot of times it's a setup to be disappointed when the person still acts the same way that they have because they weren't part of the exercise with you. Yeah. Right? <laughs> but here's where the magic is at. When you actually marinate in that good space of identifying the positive, like even honey, just with this episode today, like I a lot of my body has relaxed around mm-hmm. the property manager and all kind of stuff. And so I'm actually like, everything's fine. And wow, I re I'm revisiting this again because there's an, uh, there's a, there's a lesson for me here. And how fucking amazing is it that the universe keeps giving me these opportunities to master this lesson that my joy is not about what happens external to me. My joy is about what I create within myself. And if there are termites, if there is, you know, stinky bathroom water, if there are whatever, whatever happens in that home, and then I have to deal with the property manager, if I am grounded in my own sense of internal joy, knowing that I am the creator of it, I get to create infinite joy within myself. Okay. That doesn't mean I'm not going to address issues with her. It doesn't mean that she's going to, you know, be different in her response to me. What it means is that the energy that I put out is going to be in alignment with what I want to receive back. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that is the golden nugget here. The energy that you emit out is what you will receive back always. So let's get clear on how to align energetically with what you most desire to feel it, to actually feel your openness to receiving it back by removing all those obstacles and all those resistances, and then be able to take that step back where you relinquish the need for control of everything around you and the situation and people. So you can actually let the universe co-create with you. And that is where magic starts happening for you Mm -hmm. on the regular. Mm -hmm. You literally just sent out an invitation that this is what I want and that's what you get. And this is my next chapter of my life by invitation only. So 
we, for the most part, want to invite in all the good stuff, right? <laughs> so, Lou <laughs> and I are going to take you through a beautiful exercise right now that will help you get in alignment emotionally with all that beautiful stuff and be able to make room to receive it by doing a little clearing out of any of the gunk in the way. Okay, so so let's dive in, honey, um, with that exercise and give people that goodness that we've got prepared for them. <laughs> there was a good exercise. I don't. <laughs> All right, edit, <laughs> edit this part. I don't. <laughs> what exercise are we doing? <laughs> I don't know. Do we do we feel an exercise? <laughs> you tell me. I, I gave the exercise of writing down <laughs> good things. Oh, I love it. I know, I know, I know what we're going to do. Okay. Okay. Oh, but I pass the baton to you, so you can say it. <laughs> uh, what, what, what am I going to say? Can you read my mind? <laughs> I, I can't, unfortunately, <laughs> luckily. <laughs> Thank God. Okay. Um this is what we're going to do, you guys. So I, I actually, I, I don't know what we're going to edit or not edit, but I actually think it's funny to <laughs> give people a little real taste of yes. how and I actually uh, <laughs> Work. come up with the stuff that we give you. Um, and it always turns out very magical. So we'll see mm-hmm. what she leaves in. But um, here's what just came up for me. This is what we're going to do for the exercise. Um, for those of you that have seen a Eat, Pray, Love, the movie with Julia Roberts, um, you're going to, this is going to sound familiar to you. Um the, those of you that have not seen Eat, Pray, Love, that is your first homework. What? Well, well you don't watch movies because you work in a movie. <laughs> I have right. not seen so, it. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're going to fail this homework assignment. Okay. <laughs> assignment number one, go watch Eat, Pray, Love. No. Okay. Um, number two, pay attention to the part of the movie where Julia Roberts is in India and she is attending a wedding. And in the wedding, there is a, a young woman that is being, um, that is going to get married and it's an arranged marriage. And she's expressing her worry about this next chapter of her life, um, not being feeling invitation only because she basically got told who she's going to spend this next chapter of her life with. And Julia Roberts tells her, and I'll, I'll save exactly what she says because I don't remember. You'll see it in the movie. But she basically tells this young woman that like, she's been praying for. And she's been envisioning this beautiful marriage blossoming. And she's been able to see this young woman so happy with her new husband. And this is the, the catalyst for what I want to leave you all with today is Your exercise is to choose one of the relationships that you've identified that have been crunchy for you, where you're playing out an old story about this person being a certain way, or every time you interact with them, it's just, you're you're over it. You don't want to rehash this shit anymore. Get clear on that person, and the person might even be you. Because this relationship doesn't always have to be with somebody else. It might, but if it's a person, just get clear on the person on the other end. And what we want you to do is to write a prayer for that person. And it's a prayer of love. Even if this person is somebody that you are ready to part ways with, 
okay and you're, they're not in your life anymore, you don't plan on having them in your life anymore, that's okay. But write a very simple prayer of love. And on that piece of paper that you write it on, include your wish for them. What do you desire for them for their next chapter of life? And as they are going about receiving that wish that you have for them, also write down what you are ready to receive as you let go of your angst that you've been holding onto in that relationship. Okay, so this prayer is actually twofold. It's a prayer for that person that you've had crunchiness with. What you're wishing for them as you release your grip on the angst, and then what you would like to receive in that open space that you would now have available. When you're done writing your prayer, give yourself a chance to say it out loud and really focus less on the words and more on how you're feeling as you're saying the prayer. Really see if you can feel love towards that other person, acceptance towards the situation between you two, understanding for how everything unfolded, gratitude for all the opportunities that are now available for you to learn, to grow, to release, forgiveness if any is needed. And then lastly, allow yourself to say goodbye to that old chapter of inviting in stuff that you just don't want to be in your life anymore. Inviting in old dynamics that don't serve you. Say a good goodbye to all of it. And at the end, give a big thank you to yourself for being so willing to do things a different way. We want you to say this prayer every day for one week. And all you're going to expect, all you're going to pay attention to each day as you say the prayer is how you feel, getting more clarity on how you feel within yourself and seeing if you can be open to receiving a shift in your own emotional state. This is how we tune in to our own selves and start to generate our own joy within us. This is how you become emotionally attuned in the direction of your deepest desires. And we can do it with a relationship that involves another human being without actually needing that human being to be in the process with us. And after one week of repeating this every day, we want you to email us or send us a DM and let us know what magical little synchronicities you might have noticed, what surprising things occurred. It could be anything from an aha to just finding a beautiful flower that was laying on your doorstep one morning. And we can't wait to hear what unfolds for you as you create this brand new chapter that is by your invitation only.